there, my name is Terry Bear, and welcome to I Have Things to Say. It's the podcast where I say things that might make you laugh, cry, think, maybe feel encouraged, but hopefully these things make you want to hear more things I have to say. It's awkward meets charm meets wit with a side of insight. So I'm glad you're here because I have things to say. Yay! Hey there, welcome back to another episode of I Have Things to Say. My name is Terry Bear, and I am the person with things to say here for another episode. So today we're going to talk about guilt and asking for help, guilty feelings. Um, do you ever feel bad for feeling bad? I know I do. Like there are times when I feel bad or I don't, you know, I don't feel myself or I'm feeling sad or angry. And then I actually feel bad about feeling bad. And that only compounds how bad I'm feeling, if that makes sense. Um, do you ever pretend to be happy when you're not? I want to talk about that a little bit today. Um, sometimes faking it till you make it uh, in terms of happen- uh, happiness is not um, really the best way to go. So we're going to talk about trying to, um, you know, mask or pretend that you're happy when maybe you're not really happy. Other things are going on. Um, if, are you ever wondering if people who only post about positive things, like on social media, that kind of thing are legit? Like, are people actually really just happy all the time? Uh, (laughs) is that a real thing? It's a foreign concept to me to just feel like happy all the time and only have positive thoughts. And maybe that's real for some people, but I always wonder if that's true. I always wonder if that's a legit Like, are you really that positive all the time? So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, And I want to just talk about today being unhappy. It's actually a natural part of life. But so often when we see sad people or we um, we sense that someone's sad or not happy, we kind of it's like a weird thing. Like you just need to get over that kind of thing. So actually, what I want to talk about today in terms of feelings and um uh, you know, feeling things that aren't necessarily just happiness all the time is recognizing that um, you are sad or you are angry or you are feeling scared or all these different things can actually help you feel better about your unhappy feelings, if that makes sense. So when you add guilt or add feeling bad on top of feeling bad, that makes everything worse. So when you own it, and recognize it and say, you know what, I feel sad today. That actually helps you feel better about feeling sad and can help you actually work through what you're feeling. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Stay tuned for more in today's episode. So we're gonna start today with talking about feeling your feels. And I'll start with this. It is okay to feel your feels. Every single one of the things you feel, it's okay to feel them. And what I mean by that is it may not be justified. Like if you're feeling jealous, that's probably not a great thing to feel. But if you're feeling sad, it's okay to feel that. But either way, whether it's something like jealousy or you're feeling sad, it's okay to feel it. The trick is to figure out why you're feeling that and what you can do about it, right? So if you're feeling jealous which I would argue is a negative, negative emotion. Um, Nothing healthy comes from jealousy. Uh, Figure out why you're feeling jealous, like recognize it, don't push it aside. Um, So I would say, you know, feeling what you feel is an important part of having feels and being healthy people. Um, 
So I mentioned earlier, you know, people who are happy all the time or who seem happy all the time, like maybe that's all they talk about is positive, happy things. That's all they post on their Facebook feed or their Insta. You know, everything is just positive, happy. I only want positive vibes, blah, blah, blah. If that's truly you, girl, feel that. That is awesome. That's not me. That's a foreign concept to me to be like perky, happy, positive all the time. But I wouldn't say I'm a negative person. I would just say that I'm in touch with negative feelings. So if that's truly you, man, more power to you because that is that is something I is so foreign to me to just be happy all the time, only good vibes, that kind of thing. And I would also say if you feel sad, angry, scared, or any other negative, what we call negative emotions, feel that too. So here's the thing. Um, there's no need to feel guilty about either one, right? Um, there's no need to feel guilty if you truly are a happy person and you just feel happy things all the time. Share that. That's awesome. People may look to that, look to you for encouragement and how to be a happier person. Share that. There's no need to feel guilty for being happy. And there's also no need to feel guilty about being sad or angry or hurt or uh, scared. Um, because when we feel bad about how we feel, um, makes everything worse. But I'm going to confess to you guys, I do. I will feel really guilty when I don't feel a positive emotion. If I'm sad or if I'm hurt, uh, especially if I'm hurt, the thing that, that I do with hurt is I question if I should be hurt, right? I will often not let myself truly feel hurt, especially if I'm hurt by someone because I've usually assumed that I'm wrong. <laughs> so surely whatever I, whatever happened, it was my fault. So I shouldn't be hurt. Um, but that's really unfair to myself because hurt is a legit thing. People should legit feel hurt when they've been hurt or wronged. So it's important to feel that and own it and not dismiss it, not diminish it, diminish it. So I'm going to share some stories here, a little story, personal story. So last year, probably around this time and a little earlier in the year, um, I was in a really bad place. I was having a really dark, struggling time with a lot of things. And it was like things just kept piling on. Um, my health was bad. Uh, I was really dealing with depression, uh, having issues with people and, you know, trying to build a business that wasn't taking off like I wanted it to and dealing with aging parents and their health, being an only child, really just dealing with loss and feeling um, just really, really alone. But I didn't, in all of that, didn't feel like I could ask for help. Um, I didn't feel like my stuff, these things that I was dealing with, deserved it. Um, and and not, not in a way that I didn't feel like I deserved to feel these ways, this way, however you say that. <laughs> I felt like I didn't deserve to ask for help. And part of it was because I had people close to me in my life who were also dealing with really tough things. And I didn't want to be a burden. And I felt my role, my role is generally the caretaker. I'm always running to other people or finding ways that I can help or comforting others. And I didn't feel like, especially with others in my life dealing with hard things that I could say, okay, but wait about what, what about me? I'm, I really need your help right now. So things just kept piling on, piling on because I wasn't dealing with it. I didn't feel like I had legit reason to deal with my stuff. I needed to be dealing with other people, but the side effect was that my behavior started changing pretty dramatically and I wasn't catching on to this. Um, I was kind of, you know, I was hiding. I was um, kind of sinking into myself. I was isolating myself um, and I felt bad about some of it, but I didn't, I was so consumed with all the things I was feeling that I didn't really recognize how, how um, different my behavior was. And um, it was tough because I think I started being, um, 
I had, I was doing things really uncharacteristic. I was just snapping at people and, um, and this is all hindsight things that have come to my attention and I've thought back on, I thought, man, I was kind of not really super nice <laughs> this time of year last year, but I didn't recognize that. What I recognized was that I felt like I was trying to, trying to ask for help, but didn't know how to do it. And I want to talk about that because I didn't, I, you know, I want to be careful with, um, saying that, you know, behavior changes are problems. So we need to be very careful these days by characterizing bad behavior as a bad or toxic person, because it's not always about, it's not always that it's sometimes reactions to things that are out of their control that they feel like are going on in their lives and they just don't know how to respond. Newsflash, when people are going through stuff, they aren't always going to handle it in a super nice way. Okay. Now that doesn't give people, even myself, you know, free reign to just be jerks when you're dealing with something that's not okay. But in the thick of it, in the middle of it, when they're, I mean, I had days dealing with my depression that I did not get out of bed and it was not just one day. It was several days. It was hard for me to be around people. It was hard for me to show up for stuff. Everything suffered. Uh, I felt like I could only give time to those who were needing me because they needed me. And so I was there for them. And otherwise I had nothing else to give. And it was really hard. Um, but I didn't know how to say that. I actually didn't know how to just say the word help. Right. And so it was coming out in ways that I thought I was saying I needed something. I thought I was saying, I need you for a minute. I thought I was saying, Hey, I need your time for a second. But it wasn't being received that way, and it wasn't really truly coming out that way. But I was so frustrated because I felt like, why? I'm crying for help. Nobody's noticing. People were noticing, but they were seeing bad behavior versus, okay, there's a friend in need, right? And so that added to my guilt. So I felt like, um, okay, I'm not behaving well, so there's something wrong with me and I'm hurting other people. So I don't deserve for them to help me right now. I just need to go figure myself out and come back when I can be, um, when I can be better, when I can be a more acceptable human being. Right. And sometimes the way we deal with things is not acceptable, but sometimes we also label things as unacceptable when we don't understand. So when you see behavior from somebody that is different or you don't understand, you kind of write them off as, well, they're a jerk now. I don't want to be around them. But what they're actually doing is saying, I need help. And I don't know how to say that I need help. So I, you know, grumpy, I would send texts that were unkind. I didn't realize how unkind they were at the time, but, you know, just short things. And I, you know, I don't even know, but I know that the effect of those things were not amazing. And it wasn't intentional. It wasn't like I was going to, I was sitting here going, okay, I need help. But what I'm going to do is be really mean to everybody about it and be a total jerk. And then see if somebody comes to help me because I, you know, nobody wants to help you when you're a jerk. And, but the flip side of that is it's not wrong to expect people to be there for you, especially when you've been there for them. Right. So I was feeling like I didn't deserve help. I was feeling like I didn't know how to be around people. Um, it was a compound thing. It just kept, it just kept um, kind of snowballing into just this really dark place. And I felt like I was asking for help from my circle, um, but I wasn't getting what I needed. And part of it was me not being able to communicate. And there were other things going on too, but just not knowing how to ask for help in a way that actually helped people recognize that I truly, really needed them. And I didn't want to compete with um, 
some of what others were dealing with too, because I knew some people were dealing with some really tough times, some really hard things going on. Uh, I, my, ter- my role is the caretaker. So I didn't, you know, I diminished my needs because I didn't want to compete. I didn't want to have to take their attention away from their stuff to have to deal with me too. And I just felt guilty about the whole thing. I felt guilty for having problems. I felt guilty for feeling different ways than being the happy, funny person that a lot of people know me to be from the start. Cause usually if you, the first way that people get to know me is that I'm funny, right? And so once you are the funny person, you kind of have to wear that badge of honor all the time. And so when you're not funny, people are just like, well, maybe I don't like her anymore. And so, or at least that's the way it feels sometimes. It's hard to be the funny person and then also sometimes have to deal with really deep, dark things and reconcile that for myself and also help other people reconcile that too. Like, oh, she's both. She's actually kind of this authentic person who feels things and can share about deeper things other than making the stupid sarcastic joke. What is that? How is that possible? So um, all that's to say is that it was a really tough time. But what I recognized after the fact was how hard it is for me to verbalize, put into words what I need. And I'm going to be honest and tell you that friend, if you're having problems or you're having difficulty verbalizing what you need, that's okay. Um, When we get in the thick of things, We may not be able to actually pinpoint or nail down or talk through or specify what our feelings actually are. Um, And that's okay. Um, We're not, there's no rule out there that says, okay, to be feeling badly, to have negative emotions, and to receive the help you need, you have to be able to verbalize in exact words exactly what you are feeling and, and doing. It's not a thing, right? So I'm talking about... Um, you know, when you are feeling something, you don't have to wait till the time till you feel like you can put it all into a a nicely worded email or a nicely worded conversation to ask for help. Do what you need to do to ask for help in whatever way you need to do to get it right. So, um, I mean, you know, the caveat there is not anything like harmful or anything, you know, crazy like that. But if all you can do is send somebody a message that is just like the crying emoji face, that may be your way of asking for help and that is totally okay. And sometimes that's, that's like more than what I could even do, you know, when I was dealing with some things last year, but I'm better today, but it was much, much better today. And I'm able to talk about it and reflect back on it and realize that, yeah, I was kind of a jerk a lot and it wasn't intentional, but I know that hurt people. But on top of that, I was feeling guilty about the way I felt. And I think all of that contributed to me behaving in ways that weren't super friendly. So I think, you know, pushing things down and, you know, minimizing what I needed and what I was feeling didn't help. It certainly didn't help me behave any better or, um, you know, get through to the people that I was seeking help from. But it also uh, prolonged or delayed (laughs) just working through it and feeling better about it. So, I mean, could I have behaved better? Is it a, you know, is it a way could I behave better or in a way that was more acceptable when asking for help? I think that. And let me just say this for you too. That's not the right question to ask. So yeah, looking back, that wasn't awesome. But you know what? Honestly, a lot of us are not awesome when we need help. We're in bad places when we're dark places. And that's okay because, um, you know, we shouldn't, again, shouldn't be jerks to people intentionally because we're not getting what we want or not feeling the way we want to feel. But, um, you know, it's, you know, when you're, when you are communicating in a way and you're in a bad place, And it doesn't come out as, you know, chipper and amazing as it always does. It's not intentional. For me, it wasn't intentional. I didn't recognize it till after the fact. So it's not the right question 
if I had behaved better, would I have received what I thought I needed? No. Asking for help doesn't have to be done in a certain way to justify the help you need, okay? So let yourself off the hook if you're, you realize you sent a snarky text and you didn't mean to and you're just, it's the root of it is something else. Get to the root of what it is, right? That's the that's the point. That's the important thing. We can't, off, you know, often we can't verbalize. We can't say, I need your help for this reason on this thing because I am feeling X. But for me, you know, being a words person, I always felt, and especially this was true, with what I what in the place I was in last year is I felt like I had to be able to word it well to approach to reach out and so I just didn't and it came out in all kinds of weird ways um, I felt pressure to be okay uh, if I couldn't talk about it so I was feeling pressured to not say anything about it or not reach out until I felt like I could say it verbalize it and I was struggling with that and so since I couldn't verbalize it I felt like okay I just needed to just be okay. Cause I can't, I can't talk about it. I was not finding a way to talk about it. So that means, okay. It was like, uh, well, you snooze, you lose, you can't talk about it. So you just have to be okay. Okay. So that was pressure I was putting on myself. I felt some of that pressure outwardly. I don't know if that was a real feeling or not. If I was feeling that because I was feeling that. So I was putting that on to other people, but I want to tell you that you don't need to feel that way. So don't pressurize, don't pressurize, don't pressure yourself into feeling like you have to be able to say it perfectly to reach out again, sad emoji face, maybe the way to, to break through to somebody and say, Hey, I need you. And don't tell yourself that if you can't talk about it, you have to be okay. Talking to others for me is really difficult. And I've had some really good people in my life lately who have helped me open up, have helped me to, uh, find ways to talk about things. And, um, I've had people that I've really hurt because I've not been able to talk to them about things. People who are very near and dear to me had it hurt their feelings that I couldn't come to them or didn't feel like I could come to them because they're like, I'm here. You're there for me. I'm here for you. So, you know, part of it is, you know, don't feel guilty if you can't say things because you're hurting others. But, you know, realize that you probably have somebody in your life who would love to be your ear to help you, um, even if you can't say it. Um, you know, perfectly because my feelings of guilt were misplaced. Um, I wasn't doing anything wrong by struggling. Everybody struggles. That's a real thing. Um, but I felt like I was wrong. I felt like I was doing something wrong to be having a hard time with things, especially if others in my circle were also having a hard time, hard time. I felt like the timing was bad. And then I was the one with bad timing. Um, stuff happens. You can't control when things happen or, you know, you can't just because somebody else is having a hard time. Does not mean you can't also have a hard time at the same time? And that was a real thought for me, um, that I, it wasn't my turn. There's no turns. There's no turns when you're feeling bad or you're having a difficult time with something or having hard feelings. So take that off the table. Um, you know, I just felt like I couldn't ask for the help because others were doing, ha having hard times too. And I felt like I was doing everything wrong to communicate about it. Like I couldn't get it right. And I couldn't get it right. That's true. Um, but there was no reason for me to be feeling bad about that. What I should have, 
what I, and, and I was also feeling bad, you know, just about how people were feeling. So because I was not able to communicate what I needed, I felt bad that I was making people feel bad. It was a whole like snowball train wreck thing. Welcome to the mind of an introvert who worries about everything, the INFJ. <laughs> so today, um, though, I'm going to, let's talk about encouraging each other to feel our feels. I want to encourage you today to feel your feels. So if any of that, what I just shared with you sounds familiar, sounds like a place where you've been, um, let's talk about how to not get stuck there because it doesn't help you and doesn't help anyone else in your life to kind of smash down your feelings and feel like you have to present this perfect feeling package. If you're going to walk up to somebody and say, Hey, I need your help. Like it has to be this little bundle of this is what I'm feeling. And I need your help in these five ways, starting with number one. You may not know what you need for help. Um, for me, I just needed people. I needed an ear. I needed somebody in my space, which for an INFJ, if an introvert ever asks you to spend time with them, do it because that means something is wrong. <laughs> so if they're reaching out and saying, hey, I need you for a minute or hey, I need, you know, I live alone. I don't get a lot of hugs. I think I just needed some hugs and as part of it. And it's like, but I didn't know that. I didn't know to verbalize that or communicate that to you. I did reach out, you know, and say, Hey, I need you from time to time. But you know, I didn't know what that was supposed to look like. <laughs> I just had no idea. And you don't have to know either to ask for help. You don't know what it has supposed to look like. That's part of being there for each other, being there for people. As you work through that together, you share what you need. You share that you need someone and then together you figure out, okay, how, how can we help you through this? What can I do for you? So that's, let's talk a little bit next about um, feeling your feels and what that means and how you can feel your feels maybe in a more constructive way and not feel guilty about it. So I think a large part of getting through feeling your feels, all your feels, not just your happy feels, but your negative feels too, um, is about pressure, pressure we put on ourselves. So one thing I would encourage you to do, and these are these are as much for me too. Part of recording these uh, podcast episodes, I can always go back and remember what I said <laughs> uh, when I need to hear them again. So don't put happy pressure on yourself, right? Don't put this pressure on yourself to be happy or as happy as someone else or in your life or as happy as someone uh, presents themselves in social media. You know, we have people that we see on social media that they they're just, you know, they're social media perfect. They're Insta perfect. They're always happy. They've got perfect little kids who are always happy and that's all they want to talk about. I only put neg I only put positive things on my feed. Okay. Is that really helping anybody? I mean, if that's truly you, if that's all you have to give and that's amazing, keep putting them out there. But if you're doing that to weed out negative things or weeding out not necessarily negative things, but needing out, uh, weeding out real things. And that's the word I want to use is real right there. Um, suffering is real. It's okay. People talk about that on Facebook. It doesn't mean they're putting negative things into your newsfeed. It means they've got something to share and that's okay. Now I would encourage you not to go overboard and only post, uh, you know, woe is me stuff all the time. But dude, if you're, if you're feeling something and you feel like you want to share a little bit about that, it on your newsfeed. I mean, it's not, if people don't want to watch it or read it or hear from you on that thing. They only want to see positive things. They'll mute you and that's fine. Maybe that's not a person you need in your world. <laughs> because honestly, if people can't handle all of you, what's the point? That's real and authentic. But, you know, if you need help or you're feeling low, 
it's not the time to fake it being happy until you make it. Um, there are a lot of ways you can fake it till you make it, like in business, doing different things, you know, just go after whatever you can do and don't worry about learning all the things, learn as you do. Sure, that's totally fine. I encourage that. I don't encourage faking happy until you are happy because I don't believe that that's a real uh, way to get there. I feel like you have to deal with the things in your life that are making you unhappy before you can truly be happy. Putting on a smiley face, throwing on an Insta filter does not make you happy. Also, don't focus too much on people who scream good vibes only. And that's, that's, um, part of what I was just talking about. You know, I refuse to buy the t-shirts that say good vibes only because <laughs> I don't think that's real. It's just not real. And, um, it's, you know, I love good vibes, but it should be more like good vibes when it's appropriate. <laughs> I would buy that shirt. Um, or, you know, real vibes wanted, you know, real vibes here. Cause you know what, honestly, if you're not feeling good vibes, I don't want to communicate to you that I don't want to be in your space, that I'm not there for you. So I don't, I mean, good vibes only to me is, um, it's, it's not inclusive. I know that's a fun word. People like to use these days, a buzzword, but to me, if you're just putting out this, okay, only good vibes here in my space kind of thing, it's not real. And you're, you're cutting out good people in your life who maybe just can't be happy all the time because something is going on. Something real is happening. Now, if you're with a, you know, a Debbie Downer all the time, that's different. That can, you know, there's a place for that out of your life, but just because somebody's behavior changes or you start to experience uh, different behavior with somebody as you get to know someone, you know, you never start out with bad behavior with people or negative behavior. You're attracted to people in your life because they, they offer something. So they're funny, they're kind, they're sweet, they're thoughtful. You guys hit it off as friends, that kind of thing. And then, you know, things get real after a while when those real things start to happen. That's not necessarily like, Oh, she's not a happy person. She's struggling with something and that's okay. So good vibes only to me, that's not I don't follow those people on my Instagrams or my Facebooks. You know, I appreciate positive, encouraging things from people who are real, um, who have gone through things, who know how to overcome stuff, not just put out, you know, good vibes only. And that's, you know, make that a thing. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. Don't go there. So because accepting, I'm making weird noises, <laughs> accepting negative feelings is actually healthier over time. And, um, what I mean by that is when you accept that you feel a certain way. So I say I feel sad today and I accept that instead of just trying to blow through the day and pretending I'm happy and not dealing with it. You're going to be better able to recognize uh, and you'll be better equipped when you feel sad again if you know how to deal with sadness. OK, so first say it's the first time you've ever felt sad in your entire life. Right. You've never, ever, ever felt sad. It's going to freak you out. Right. You're not going to know what to do. I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. So you'll be tempted to just kind of blow through it and say, oh, it'll go away if I ignore it. Or what if it doesn't? Right. And so next time you feel sad, you're going to say, OK, I'm feeling that thing again, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. So I'm just going to ignore it and it's going to go away. Better option, better way to proceed is to own it. I feel sad today. Right. So say I feel sad today. And figure out why. Did something happen? Are you just feeling gloomy? Is it a depression? Because sometimes, you know, often, most of the time with depression, you can feel sad. And this is speaking from personal experience with my depression struggles. You can feel sad and not have to have a reason for it. Not know why. But recognizing that, okay, I'm having a bad day with my depression. That's huge. Deal with it. Be in it. And then 
move on, but you've worked through it. So next time it happens, you're going to know better how to handle it, right? And you're also going to be better. And when you work through your negative emotions, you're going to be better able to recognize when that's happening with other people and be there for them, right? So you're going to recognize, okay, this person, my friend is, is behaving differently. Something's off here. Um, I've, I've, been there or done that too. Let me, let me go see what's going on there and see if I can be a friend. So accepting your negative feelings as part of who you are, as part of it's natural, it's life. Negative feelings happen. Um, don't pretend they don't, that's not real, but when you accept them and you work through them, it's going to, you're going to be healthier over time because you know how to get through them rather than push them aside and let them build up. And then something super crazy happens. Don't chase happiness. Okay. Now pursue, I would say pursue being a happy person, pursue things that make you happy, but don't chase happiness for the sake of claiming that you're happy. Does that make sense? Like, okay, people think I'm sad, so I need to be happy because that's more acceptable to be happy. I'll have more friends if I'm happy. People will give me more likes on my Facebook posts if I only post happy things. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go be that. Um, you'll actually focus more on your negative feelings when you are only focused on, okay, I need to be more happy today. Because you're going to get hung up on the things that you're doing or feeling that aren't happy. And it's going to have the opposite effect for you. So I would say don't make happiness a goal. What? I just said that out loud. That's against all the things that we're taught. Go be happy. I would say don't make happiness a goal. I would say owning your feelings should be the goal. Whatever they are, own your feelings. Don't, uh, and here's another thing I, you know, I've said several times throughout this podcast, negative feelings. I would classify, I would encourage you not to classify negative feelings or negative emotions as bad. Um, I think when we use the term negative, we hear bad. So I shouldn't be feeling sad because that's a negative emotion and that's bad. I shouldn't be feeling angry because that's a negative emotion and that's bad. Negative in describing emotions is truly just the opposite of positive. Okay. So your positive emotions, happy, cheerful, um, you know, excited, whatever, love, all those things. Those are positive. So what's the opposite of positive is negative, but negative is not necessarily bad. So I think when we release ourselves from feeling like, okay, if I'm sad today, that's bad. We can better grasp that I'm feeling sad today and that's okay. It is okay to have negative emotions. Okay. It doesn't make you a toxic person. It doesn't make you bad for other people. It doesn't make you a sad person. If you're feeling sad, you're just having a feeling and it's not bad, even if it's negative. Okay. I want to be very clear about that because I, I get turned off by the term negative because I feel very strongly that too many things we throw out that word and call negative people take that to heart and feel like they're bad. They're a bad person or I'm bad for feeling that. And I want to encourage you that that's not the case. You're not a bad person if you're feeling angry today. You're not a bad person if you're hurt by someone else. And that's a true thing too. Um, you should own feeling hurt. If you're hurt by somebody, don't assume that you're the wrong one. Sometimes other people hurt you and it's okay to feel hurt by that. Uh, but feel it. You know, in the case of someone hurting you, talk to them about it. I would encourage that for sure. Um, but you know what? It's not always them when there's hurt. Sometimes, I mean, it's not always you when there's hurt. Sometimes it is them, but you can feel that you're okay. It's okay. I think a lot, I think so many times in this day and age, you know, I think I sound old when I say day and age, but I tend to say it anyway. I, you know, I think we, um, don't allow ourselves to feel hurt by others when we really should be hurt and it's not okay to feel hurt. Right? So you shouldn't be hurt by that. I can be and do what I want. That's not true. 
sometimes we hurt others. And even if it's not intentional, um, it's okay to feel hurt if you've been hurt by somebody. Um, so here's the thing, when you recognize that you're drifting into these kind of out of character behaviors, um, recognize that the that's your body, that's yourself telling you that you need help, that something's not right, okay? So negative behaviors are not bad in the terms of what I've already said here, that you are a bad person. Negative behaviors are a signal to you that something's going on. You're either feeling something out of character, you're hurt, you're sad, you're feeling loss, you're feeling grief, um, you're feeling something that needs to be addressed. Uh, and it doesn't mean it has to be a quick fix. It doesn't mean that you're relegated to that day. So today I feel sad. So tomorrow I need to feel better. So today's the day I need to spend figuring out why I feel sad so that tomorrow I'm better. What if you just felt like you, you got into why you're feeling that way just for the sole purpose of figuring it out and working through it without a time limit on it? I think we too often put time limits on ourselves and on others. Okay, she's been sad for a week. Time to not be sad anymore. What? Or I've been sad for a month. I should not feel sad for a month. Um, okay, so if you're sad for a month, highly recommend that you talk to someone and maybe even a professional, okay? So don't, I mean, honestly, if you're sad for a month, there's something serious going on there. But there's no time limit on it. So if you just you discover or you recognize or you acknowledge one day, hey, I feel sad today, um, work with the goal of figuring it out no matter how long it takes, okay? Hear that. There's no, there's no time limit on I have to be better by Saturday because I'm spending time with people or I'm going to be around my friend and I don't want my friend to know I'm sad or I don't want her to or she doesn't like it when I'm sad so I need to feel better by Saturday when I'm around. What? Just feel what you feel but dig into it. And that's the other caution I want to put out there. When you recognize that you're feeling something, don't just sit there in it. Don't stay there. Don't stay in that space. You may have to go deeper to figure out what it is. So you may actually feel worse before you feel better, but that's sometimes the process of getting through our feels, all the feels. Um, it's not, you know, it's being authentic. And we throw that buzzword around a lot these days, and I think it's misused quite a bit. But to me, being authentic is being real, being real and um, working through it, acknowledging things, acknowledging things, um, and not letting what we think other people need from us or should we before I get that too tangled up, not feeling like other people expect us to be okay when we're not okay. Um, it's okay to not be okay. And I get that from uh, one of my favorite uh, sources of um, inspiration. Her, her, uh, her name's Sheila Walsh, and she does a lot of good things, including her book right now. It's called It's Not Okay, it's okay to Not Feel Okay. I believe that's the title. Um, good stuff. So just to kind of sum up that little, this little segment, you know, I hope these are ways, um, I hope these are encouraging things to hear. Um, if you are in a place where you need something, uh, everybody's going to be in that place at some time. You're going to lose someone, you're going to feel depressed, you're going to be suffering a loss, a breakup, something. Um, even just, you know, depression or just maybe if you're hearing this today and going, okay, I haven't felt myself. I'm not sure what it is, uh, but it's good to know that it's okay that I feel this. It is. It's not okay to stay there, but it's okay to feel it. So just please, I hope I'm encouraging you to not put yourself, not put pressure on yourself to, to feel happy or to appear happy on Facebook. Um, don't focus on, you know, okay, so only good vibes. Okay, then 
then there's something wrong with me if I'm not only feeling good vibes. Um, accept your negative feelings. Don't feel bad about them. They're not bad feelings, but they're negative in the ten- in the sense that they're just not positive. And dive in um, and, and ask for help. Asking for help sometimes is the hardest thing. For me, it's the hardest thing. Um, when I don't feel like I can be happy and funny and there for other people, I want to hide away until I can. And that's wrong. Um, that's the wrong way for me to handle that. That takes, that takes away, it takes me away from other people in my life who really want to be there for me. Um, it shows them that it's not okay to do maybe what I've been doing for them, which is encouraging them to talk to me. I am great with getting other people to talk to me. I will be there for you. I will sit with you. I will cry with you. I will hold your hand. I will tell you that it's okay to tell me anything. I, you're not going to scare me away. Flip side of that, I cannot get it done. <laughs> I have the hardest time going back and saying, okay, it's my turn now. I need you. I need you to sit with me. I need you to hold my hand. I need you to cry with me. I need you to figure out, help me figure out what I'm feeling. And sometimes it's just a matter of asking questions. I've had fantastic people in my life who will just start asking me questions. And that helps me get to the bottom of what is really going on because I can't get there myself. So speak up, feel your feels. It's all okay. Do what you need to do. Don't feel like you have to package it up in a pretty little package when you feel like you have to ask for help. Um, Maybe the sad emoji should be the universal signal for, I need you for something, but I can't quite put it into words what I need. And feel your feels. Just, I encourage you to feel your feels. All of them, happy, sad, angry. Feel them, don't get stuck there, but feel them and own it and realize that it's just a natural part of life to feel things that don't feel good. But it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a toxic person. I'm going to talk about that one day. Um, we throw that word around. And by doing that, we throw people away. Um, but I get it. There are truly some toxic people. I'll get that. I'll get to that later. But, you know, feel what you feel. Reach out to your people. It's okay to expect them to be there for you. And it's okay to be disappointed when they aren't. Um, that's probably a whole other conversation to have. But... It, you know, don't feel like you're a burden on people when you need something, especially when you're doing so much to be there for other people too. Hey, thanks for listening today. I am so appreciative of each and every person who listens to an episode. If this is your first episode, welcome. And I hope you're walking away feeling all your feels. Um, If this is uh, like your 15th episode, because this is episode 15. uh, Thank you for checking in for all of the episodes. If you're new, poke around, listen to some other things. I think you'll like what you hear. Uh, I thought feelings were important to talk about around the holidays because we all feel funky things at the holidays. Just something about the holidays stirs up funky feels. So feel your feels now and anytime throughout the year. Thank you so much. And I want to just encourage you, um, if you notice things with your friends, you notice a friend or a loved one or a family member who's not acting quite themselves or is, you know, super snarky on a text, reach out because um, they they are probably crying for help and maybe don't realize that they need help or, you know, just check in with them. Check in with your strong friends. Check in with your with anybody you know is having um, just a difficult time. Um be there and recognize signs in people of, you know, maybe they're feeling something, but don't know quite how to ask for help. Um, don't make a mask. If they, if you recognize them, don't, don't make a mask, go to them instead. So thank you for listening. Remember you can always support this podcast as a 
personal sponsor for as little as a dollar. You can do a dollar a month to support my podcast. You can also rate and review me. That helps quite a bit if you're not feeling the Christmas spirit or the giving spirit of giving me your dollar. <laughs> that's totally okay. Give me a rating and a review and then share. That's all I really want. Well, that's not all I really want, but that's one of the things I want for Christmas. Share an episode of my podcast with somebody you know, whether you like them or not. Just send them an episode of the podcast, see what they do. I'd appreciate that so much. It helps people find me. It helps me grow my audience and it helps me grow my sponsors because my sponsors who you are hearing sponsorships now, that's how I'm able to generate income through my podcast, which is something I really enjoy doing. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for being here no matter what or why. And I will join you next time on I Have Things to Say. <laughs>